Hello and welcome to the 1-162nd Photography Podcast. I must say, each time I say that, I never get it right the first time. I've recorded two episodes today and, well, this is my second episode, and on both recordings I've messed up my podcast name on the introduction. I really should have thought of a better name that was easier to say when I was thinking up the podcast. But anyway, today, sadly is more talk centered around being indoors. Now, if you are a creator, it's it's not difficult at the moment. You can still do your job, you can still create content, and I've created content stuck in the lockdown and the pandemic, but you want to avoid, uh, well, I imagine most content creators want to avoid doing the same thing, want to avoid depressing their audience. Some people will be more sensitive to the lockdown than others. In some ways, it's been quite good. I spent more time with my family than I would normally. And I really like that. Even when I'm working, because I'm in the house, I'm spending more time with my family. My family are here as well, rather than at school, at work, at various other places. So we're spending more time together and we're not driving each other mad. So in that way, it is quite nice. So it's not all negative and I don't feel it's all negative, but I know some people will be very depressed by it and some people will feel much more negative and be in a much more negative place than I am. Now, going back to content creation, they want to spice things up if you're a youtube camera channel you can't go out and do photography you can do photography in the house but you can't go out and do it you can't really do gear reviews because there's not much coming out you can't go to press things i'm not saying that i go to press things but you get the idea content creators are limited at what they can do and a lot of content creators have been suggesting things you can do in your house you can do this you can do that have you tried macro photography and i'm a bit bored of that I watch quite a lot of YouTube. I watch a lot of photography channels on YouTube. I have my own photography channel on YouTube. And something I don't want to do is repeat what everyone else is doing. I want my things to be different. So I've actually had a go at doing some live streams on my YouTube channel. Now, live streams, I've never seen the point of for me. There's never been a point of me doing live streams because I never have anything to announce. Live streams, now that I've thought about it, live streams are beneficial if you have something you want to get out very quickly, i.e. you're at a trade show. So instead of making a video, editing it, publishing it, you might do a live stream. If you have something that you really, really need to say right now and it's beneficial to get it out as soon as possible, you might do a live stream. If you need an element of trust, transparency, for example, if you're doing a live raffle or a prize draw, then if you do a live stream, people know you can't edit it. And so if I were to do a, a prize draw, yes, I'd do it as a live stream, but I don't do prize draws on my YouTube channel. I don't do raffles. I don't do the winner is. I, I don't do any of that. And the other real benefit of doing live streams is something that maybe is applicable to me but I've decided I don't want to do it I could live stream this podcast and then that would give people either early access or they could see things that you can't get in the podcast they could see what I look like they could see what my environment is they could see the guest if I've got a guest on they would gleam more than they could get from listening to the podcast and then of course they could listen to the podcast if they wanted so it would be a way for me to create more content with minimal effort but I don't want to do that 
for various reasons that I won't go into on bore you with today. All the reasons I should do a live stream aren't applicable to me, so I've been doing live streams to see what they're like because on my YouTube channel I've wanted to make some guides to doing live streams. So I've had a go and I have made a guide to doing live streams. When I was thinking about why you should do a live stream, I thought of those reasons, but there's another reason that has nothing to do with me at all, but would probably be beneficial for other people. It's a good way to make a YouTube video low budget. So rather than me suggest doing macro photography to my audience or try this if you're stuck at home bored, do this photography project, I'm going to say, have you considered doing a YouTube live stream? Now, if you do YouTube, you make a video, you upload it. It will either do very well or it won't. People will watch it or they won't. People will love it or people will hate it. And I've been in both parks with my YouTube videos. But you're going to put a lot of effort in and you might not get anywhere. If you release one video, it's very unlikely that one video will go viral it's very unlikely you'll get money out of it it's very unlikely you can throw your day job in to do youtube you typically need to do it for a couple of years before you see any growth or any any benefits so it's a lot of work to put in for no return you're constantly up against people who have been doing it for 10 years two years lots and lots of time you might not have the lights you don't need all the gear but it's another barrier for getting into it. But the playing field seems equal with live streams. So someone who's never done a YouTube or has a very small channel will have the same limitations as someone who's really big in YouTube. So if you were thinking of doing YouTube or if you're bored or whatever, or if you want to do a tutorial or put some education back into the world, I know there's plenty of photography education out there, but if you wanted to say your piece, maybe consider doing a YouTube live stream. So how do you do it? How do you make it? What are the pitfalls? Well, you don't need much. You need a computer or you need a phone or you need a GoPro. So I've been using a webcam because many years ago I bought a Logitech C920 and I bought that for making YouTube videos because it had really good autofocus. It wasn't much and you can plug it into your laptop and you've got a monitor, you've got your laptop screen. I didn't actually use it very much. I've been using it a lot at the moment. It's been really good. It's been a very good webcam to have at the moment, interestingly. So you could use a webcam. You could plug your camera into your computer. I don't really know much about that, but I know you can do it. You can use your phone. You can stream from a GoPro. So if you have a webcam, everything's taken care of in YouTube. So if you already have a webcam, you've probably got a computer. You probably have internet access. You've got everything you need. Maybe you might want a microphone, but your webcam will pick up audio if you have it close enough to you that will work. So all you have to do is go into YouTube. You need a YouTube account, obviously, and you click on the create button and you click on go live. And you might think, oh, I, I'm really, I don't want to do that. I'll be all fumbly. And I'll, there'll be a lot of errs and a lot of, uh, and, oh, uh. that's completely correct. But there are ways around that. So one thing I would recommend is that you script it. You don't write exactly what you're going to say, but you just jot down some bullet points of what you're going to say. Hello, welcome to, I aim to do this. I I aim to teach you this, I aim to talk about this, and break it down into steps. And put that off camera, I don't have that where everyone can see it, have it off camera. On your computer, have it in a different window, on a different monitor, for example. And that's really going to reduce the uh, um, uh, um, uh, that you're going to get. You will still get strange noises, mistakes, etc. But an audience is going to be more forgiving because they know it's live also flashy transitions and stuff you can't really bring in with the logitech webcam 
you can do two displays. I can have the webcam pointing at, say, me, or pointing at an object, and then I can also show my desktop, or I could have two webcams if I really want to. And with the webcam I've got, it can focus on me, and if I move my head, it keeps me in frame. It's a very good webcam. You can't really get that on other things, to be honest. That's why webcam's quite good for this. So a lack of technical experience won't matter. Open the curtains, or you put the lights on, you'll probably have enough lighting for you to look okay. You won't have to worry about getting yourself in focus because most things are in focus and on a, a fairly good or £30 webcam that's what I've seen the C920 cost or go for it will keep you in focus so all those barriers for doing YouTube before of I don't know this I don't know that they're gone once you record it once you've done your live stream you can go and edit it and cut out those mistakes you've made and you can do that in YouTube it's not a very good interface you can cut bits out you can trim the start and the end and you can cut bits out it's no fantastic video editor but it also means you don't need a video editor you don't need to go and edit it you don't need to buy any editing software you don't need to worry about technical limitations i did a stream on my chromebook which is a very low spec pc so i've streamed from my chromebook and that was one of the things i wanted to do i also recorded it so i can make a youtube video about streaming on my chromebook and that didn't quite work but the streaming did work and if you want to try things out what you can do is you can set your video to private so you can have it as public unlisted or private now unlisted means it just doesn't appear in search but anyone who has the link can view it public means it will appear in searches and anyone can view it on youtube and private means only you can see it so what you can do is you can just dip your toe in the water cord one but set it to private if you really want to you can go and edit it and then you can make it public now it won't be a live stream at that point you make public it will be something that was recorded as a live stream but is now released but you can certainly have a go and get used to it and get used to the timings by making your video private and then watching it back and seeing where you go wrong seeing what works better so on and so forth and of course you can then practice editing out the mistakes so i'm not saying that you should do a youtube channel because you're bored it's a big investment it's a big lot of your time that gets sucked up it's a hobby but i'm saying if you really want something to do and you've done all your macro photography and you've tidied your room and you've done your housework and actually thinking about it i have set about doing those jobs i've been putting off for ages but unfortunately i've not been able to do them because the diy shops are closed the DIY stuff I would need, I can't get hold of. I can't clear out stuff because the tidy tip is closed. So there are things that I thought, oh, yes, I'll use the time for that. I'll paint the fence, by hold of the paint and stuff. I can't do those things because other things are closed. And now I've got to the point where I've done quite a lot of jobs. Yes, there are more to do. There's always more to do. But maybe like me, you've exhausted things and if you don't do something soon you might get bored well maybe try youtube maybe try doing a live stream it's the easiest way to get into youtube doesn't cost much money because you've probably already got the stuff there isn't a great deal of risk in it and it's quick to do you're not going to spend four hours editing a video because it's live and you've done it there is some preparation work to do beforehand like i said script it if you can jot down some bullet points something i'd recommend is having a thumbnail ready to go because otherwise youtube will take a picture of what's on your screen set that as your thumbnail you have the chance to retake it and you have the chance to upload a custom thumbnail i'd always recommend uploading a custom thumbnail before is better than after i always do mine after i've uploaded them or after the stream but there we are but yeah just have a think about it and let me know what you think don't forget to give this podcast a review on itunes i'd really help me out really help publish and get the podcast better known stay safe enjoy yourself and i'll see you next time thank you goodbye